to the I Die the Day I Loved You podcast. Today's episode, A Change of Scenery. Vendrina and I were wandering toward our destiny. Love was not apparent, but the season was quickly approaching. The musician we took pictures of the day Vendrina noticed I could do photography was trying to get a start in Atlanta, so he entered a showcase at Cafe 290 where a panel of judges would be giving out critiques and feedback. Vendrina and I were both invited to support him, and since we both enjoy the Atlanta music scene, I thought, wow, another opportunity to hang out with my friend and take Tiara to go see some music. Tiara, a singer herself, would surely enjoy going out. When I arrived at Tiara's house to pick her up, she had suddenly become ill, or some excuse, and changed her mind. Tiara not coming was annoying, but I thought, okay, well, I guess I get to spend some time with Vendrina. At Cafe 290, Vendrina joked that she had forgotten to bring her saxophone, so I sat there and gave her a paper sax made out of a napkin. The staff thought that we were a couple, but I told them that we weren't. Following the performance, Tiara and I continued to fail at seeing eye to eye on certain things, and our relationship became more strained. A few weeks later, Dina, a friend of mine, had a play that she invited us all to, and I thought, great, another chance to hang out with Vendrina and Tiara. Tiara again made an excuse and decided not to come. The play was literally a laughing stock, as that was also the title of the play, and Dina only had one line, however. It was funny, and Vendrina and I were happy to support our friend. On the other hand, I was very annoyed at Tiara for excusing herself from every event. Dina and I would hang out many times around this time period. We were pretty close as well. In fact, Dina's boyfriend got my ex-girlfriend's, Sarah, husband, a job earlier that year, so I did not hang out with Sarah as much since they moved out of state. I mention all this to say that I was very close to many females and even some exes. Friendship means a lot to me, and I don't like losing friends. One time, Sarah invited me over to her brother's place to hang out, and Dina had called Sarah trying to find me. I was so mad that Dina couldn't wait and didn't call me instead. It's weird to call someone you don't know to find someone you know. During the 2007 Christmas season, I was invited to Vandrina's party. Tiara was not invited, and neither was Dina. When I got to Vandrina's house, her parents welcomed me in, as I had been there a few times prior. While there, I began to realize that Dina had showed up uninvited and had told Vandrina I was going to take her home. I was not communicated this information and was shocked that Dina would be so bold. Dina knew how to get to Vandrina's house, since she, some friends from work, and I all watched movies together a few weeks prior. After about an hour... Dina was sulking alone in a room far away from the party, and, as a close friend, I tried to console her. I'm still not sure what her problem was. She was acting weird. She claimed she had a migraine, so we found her some medicine. Then she began to ask us to turn the music down. Now, mind you, she was upstairs, and not in the basement where the music was taking place. She then asked me to take her home. I was feeling very angry about this girl treating others with so much disrespect, so I was happy to take her away from the party. Dina climbed into the car and began complaining about the pain. When I started driving her home, she started to get texts from a girl she was interested in. After a very short time, she asked me to take her to my sister's room, a club in Atlanta. She claimed it was on the way, but then asked for me to make a U-turn. Apparently her migraine was bad enough to have her drag me away from Vandrina's party, but not bad enough to prevent her from going to a loud nightclub. Later on, I realized that Dina was probably spying on my and Vandrina's friendship for Tiara. I was so sick of Dina after that, I just barely talked to her again. 
A week later, Tiara and I attended a New Year's Eve party at a friend's house. While I was inside, playing Magic the Gathering, she kept slipping away, but I didn't think much of it. About a week later, she got annoyed at herself and broke down crying. Tiara had made out with a guy on New Year's Eve while I was in another room. I was stunned, but with her sad past, I was understanding and forgave her for hiding this affair. It spoke of something deeper, though, a lack of commitment and a push to go beyond me. I knew she was young, and I began to feel our relationship was falling apart. A few days later, Tiara got mad at me because, well, I don't know why. She probably wanted me to have more of a reaction than I did. I was not able to understand her at all, and we fought really hard. In a moment I'm not proud of, Tiara had me take her to her friend's house where she planned to spend the night. I asked her to get out, and I left. After a couple of days, my frustration suspended, and I tried to make amends. I texted her, but she replied, I have nothing to say to you ever again. I went over to the house anyway to clarify and find out what happened. I sat there an hour. She never once looked at me. She would not talk to me, and eventually, since she was playing a game on her phone, instead of trying to fix it, I just got angry and left. While in the driveway, before pulling off, I texted Tiara that we were through to clarify our relationship was actually ending. I was so sick of her crap at this point. I was willing to forget the makeout session, but the blatant disregard for my presence got under my skin. Later, Tiara would tell me she regretted not being with me, but in this case, I knew that our combined immaturity would not make us able to survive the impending doom of being an interracial couple in Georgia. I did not fully know it at the time, but I needed someone stronger and better able to weather the storm with. <laughs>